Bond Company welcomes back Devon Moore to the former entertainment world. Tonight, Devon Moore stars in the now and can be told drama adventure Bigfoot, the Beast of the Wilderness, on the Cavalcade of America, sponsored by the Dubon Company, maker of better things for better living through chemistry. Before our play, here is Wayne Gidman. Mark Twain once said that everyone complained about the weather, but no one did anything about it. Here is something you can do. Tomorrow, you can get that car of yours fully protected against the freeze-up that's sure to strike many sections of the country in the next few weeks, maybe days. Stop at your favorite dealer tomorrow. Ask them to clean the cooling system of cloggy rust and scale with Dubont Cooling System Cleanser. Have leaks stopped with Cooling System Sealer. Have your car protected against freezing, rust, and corrosion by adding a dependable DuPont antifreeze. All these car protection products are examples of DuPont's better things for better living through chemistry. Now, for the first time, the story can be told of the amazing power and fright of the world's most horrific monster yet to be discovered. The Dubon Company presents Devin Moore in the role of a small-town police officer in Bigfoot, East of and the Cavalcade of America. through the skin and muscle, piercing the left lung and killing the deer in a matter of seconds. I felt a wave of success and joy as I finally made the kill. After hours of tracking down this one animal, it was finally mine. I packed up my gear, grabbed the small deer and threw it over my shoulder. I had a long hike back to the truck, and it was going to take even longer with the added weight of the deer. I shivered as a cold breeze brushed against my wind-burnt cheeks and nose, and with it, a cold sting that made me wince. The cool mountain air reminded me of my time as a highway patrol officer monitoring the mouth of the canyon, every morning taking a deep breath of fresh air. It never grew old, and I loved every moment of it. That is, until I was dismissed due to false charges of police brutality when I was faced with a violent drunk driver. I'm sorry, Andy, but I have to let you go, the sheriff told me in a dry yet somehow sympathetic tone. Look, I lost my temper. And he was drunk. The guy wasn't cooperating. What else was I supposed to do? I rebuttaled. Not push him into oncoming traffic, Andy. He could have gotten hit. His tone now matching his harsh and judgmental eyes. There's nothing I can do even if I wanted to. The judge made his decision. You heard him. The voice echoing in my mind drove me deep into insanity as I left the police station for the last time. The search for my next career was stopped short when time after time again I was denied because of the charges. When I stopped that car, I never knew it would stop my future as well. The dense forest around me began to glow with dark orange and purple with less light passing through the blanket of leaves above me. It was getting dark and I was still far from my car. My shoulder began to ache. I wanted to set down the carcass and take a break, but the thought of being stuck out in the woods at night with no bearing pushed me forward. 
Nothing looked familiar to me. I was last here on the trail before sunrise. Now, having been tracking and hunting all day, my mind grew hazy. It was hard to think straight. I just needed to focus on the trail. The trail. Where is the trail? The forest was now pitch black in early night, and the trail that should have been right in front of me had disappeared. I dropped the deer and threw my bag to the ground. I fished out the flashlight that I used that morning. I hope it had enough power to find the trail back. I pushed the power button and it started to life. The beam was about one-third of what it had been this morning, obviously almost dead. I searched frantically around me for anything that could give me a bearing, anything that looked the least bit familiar. A low growl echoed from the darkness behind me. I whirled around, turned off the light. I stood alone in the darkness. The lively trees and plants around me seemed cold and dead. There was no life here except for me and what looked in the darkness. A furious wind rushed through the trees and almost knocked me over. I could smell the carcass. It was strong after being roasted in the mountain sunlight for hours. I realized that the sting in the darkness had followed the scent and was hungry. A dark silhouette emerged from the dense woods. This was no wolf or mountain lion. It towered high above me with long, bulky arms that swung from side to side. It had to duck and turn to get past trees and foliage as it grew closer. I slowly turned my head to the deer and bag, my eyes scouring for where I had dropped the gun. A reflection from the moonlight caught my eye. The gun was about ten yards to my right, with this thing about thirty yards in front of me. I wanted to run to the gun, but I had no idea how fast the monster could move. It grew closer and closer. My time was running out. I ran for the gun, and the dark mass followed after me, taking massive strides, closing the distance to me in seconds. I knew running was pointless. I stopped to face the behemoth that was barreling towards me. In mere seconds, I was face to face with the beast. Its hot, moist breath lingering on my damp skin. I could feel the matted hair brush against the tip of my nose. It smelled sour and made my stomach turn. The eyes were menacing and perceptive. It knew every move I would attempt. I knew there was no point. It had me. My feet left the ground and the world fell from under me. I was in its grasp, being lifted higher and higher. Without a moment's notice, the earth came tumbling towards me. I felt a sharp pain running through my body as I heard a loud snap, realizing now that I had no control of my left leg. Everything went numb, and my vision went hazy. I was lifted and slammed against the dense, cold ground again and again and again. I saw the dark, unforgiving wilderness closing in around me. For once, I finally understood what it was like to be the prey of an immortal force. I breathed in the cool mountain air and remembered everything from before. The guilt that had taken a life to build began to fade as it was harder and harder to remember. I took one last breath, prepared to let the world leave me behind.
cavalcade programs of particular interest to service men and women are broadcast overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Force Radio Services. This is Tom Collins inviting you to listen next week to Loretta Young and Children. This is your father. On the Cavalcade of America, brought to you by the DuBond Company of Wellington, Delaware.